everybody. I'm Matt McCarthy, and welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up for this week's Rugby Wrap-Up College Rugby Report. Folks, this is a great time in the college rugby season as the conferences start to have the separation between the leaders and the playoff pictures become a little bit more clear, and it was certainly evident this weekend. Starting in the Big Ten, Michigan got a 37-17 win over Wisconsin, who have suffered two very tough losses. Indeed, center Brian Flowers came up smelling like roses with two tries in a 15-0 run to start the game off for the Wolverines. They would continue to dominate throughout the game and even got some great support from their subs as Samuel Glassberg and Alexander Lecter got their first tries as Wolverines with Alexander the Great scoring but two minutes into his substitution for prop Brendan Walker. Talk about an immediate impact from a freshman. Kudos, Alex. Other games in the Big Ten saw Indiana and Ohio State padding their stats with hefty victories over their opponents. That battle for the mitten matchup between Michigan State and Michigan looks very likely right now, but Ohio State will be on upset alert as they still face the Badgers and Spartans to finish conference play. Would you believe me if I told you that the East didn't have a close game this week? Well, you should because Army and Kutztown both came away with easy victories. Starting with the conference leaders, the Bears showed great teamwork in a 47-22 win over Notre Dame College. Thorne O'Connell added to his points scored lead in the East by going 6-for-7 on the day for conversions. Can't just give the fly half all the credit, though, as flanker Daquan Perry and center Ryan Nolan each put two tries on the board. Coach Gregory Jones, a.k.a. Doc, is coaching another great team in Kutztown and has a chance to clinch the East next week against St. Bonaventure and Tui Osborne. Speaking of the Bonnies, they were not able to contain Army, who cruised behind their flankers to a 21-zip halftime lead in last week's rugby wrap-up match of the week. The great day for the forwards would continue into the second half as two tries from prop Marco Polo Carabata would maintain the momentum and carry the Black Knights to a 43-19 win. In the Liberty Conference, because of public demand, we followed an exciting Fordham versus Fairfield battle of the Fs. Fordham had a statement game as they recovered from a tough loss last week to American International in a 36-32 thriller that left Fairfield legend and my cousin Robert Doc Hines in tears. The entire front row would get themselves in the tri-zone with prop Jack Brennan even scoring in both halves and solidifying an overall great week for forwards around D1A. Now Fordham looks ahead to a big matchup versus division leading Northeastern. Moving to another Liberty Conference team. While not a conference game, Iona and Notre Dame put on a great show in front of a standing room only crowd at Iona. I was there. It was unbelievable. We had dignitaries like Dan Lyle and Brian Hightower, and you had the smooth stylings of John Broker and Greg Gilliam, along with Nick Savetta, fresh off his Japan World Cup tour with the Eagles in the ESPN Plus booth. And if that doesn't tickle your fancy and tell you that the college game and rugby in general is growing in the United States, how about the fact that Connor Buckley, the scrum half star and key to the offense for the Gales, went down with an injury but two minutes into the match and was replaced by... A freshman reserve called Brendan Buckley. That's right, his brother. But 
you have to credit Justin Hickey and the Fighting Irish because despite a long bus ride, they were right in it, leading 10-5 at the 30th minute behind fly half Leo Fangmeyer and fullback Connor Grace. Something clicked for Iona soon after, though, and they put up 40 unanswered points behind two tries apiece from center Uetasani Filikatonga and hooker Tyler Ringwood, along with great kicking from fly half and man of the match, John Powers. The result was a 45-15 impressive win. And we spoke with Mr. Powers in our College Rugby Player of the Week segment. Check this out. John Powers, senior, philosophy major. John, you were chosen man of the match by two heavyweights in the audience here today, none other than Dan Lyle and Brian Hightower. What was the thing that surprised you the most about the Notre Dame defense? Notre Dame was very aggressive on defense. They shot heavy from the outside, which we weren't really ready for in the first half. Second half, we kind of gathered our game plan together and took a lot of inside balls, ran sharper angles, and kind of picked them apart from there. Yeah, you talked about the tightness of the match. Did you guys look at each other on the field and change the game plan on the fly? I think it took us our halftime break to realize that we had to change the game plan. We really rallied around our scrum half, Connor Buckley, who couldn't play because he had a concussion in the first five minutes of the game. His little brother stepped in and we believed in him fully and we really you know, pulled it together in the second half. So you went from one Buckley to another Buckley? Absolutely. You are an American fly half of note, which is rare in these parts. Where did you start playing rugby and why? Rockaway Beach, it's just a big rugby town. I, I started playing when I was about nine years old and I just really carried on from there. I haven't stopped playing since I was nine. Do you have a favorite fly half in professional rugby? Bowden Barrett, without question. And did you watch any of the World Cup? I did. MLR, do you have a favorite MLR player? I like watching Cahal Marsh because he's undersized like I am. He's an Irish boy himself, but other than that, no, I wouldn't say so. Professional rugby career? If possible, absolutely. As a philosophy major, if a plane crashes on the border of Scotland and Wales, where do they bury the survivors? Wales. Is that your final answer? Yes. All right, Mr. Powers, thank you, and congratulations on being the Rugby Wrap-Up Man of the Match. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Next up, we have some great matches coming up. The Rocky Mountain Conference sees an impressive Colorado State looking to get a win over Utah Valley, and the East has Army facing Mary Washington. We also have a storied rivalry renewed. Michigan hosts the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame in the Rugby Wrap-Up Match of the Week. Tough one to pick but I'm going with the Wolverines. Finally, we wanted to mention an amazing performance from Texas A&M as they secured a spot in the National Sevens Championship. They did so by placing first in the 2019 Red River Sevens. Alumni Travis Norman was the one that tipped us off to this tournament on Twitter. The Aggies look sharp throughout the tournament, winning Pool A over rivals Texas and Baylor. This would not be the last time they saw Baylor, however, as a rematch in the championship game saw these two teams battling until the last second. Rugby Sevens Magazine and Dustin Rosen had the shot of the day as they got the Aggies breaking a tie late in the match despite being a man down. It was a great tournament for the conference, and it had star power as Friend of the show and World Rugby Sevens Player of the Year, Eagles star Perry Baker was in attendance. And seeing the inside of that stadium has us stoked for year three of Major League Rugby. And on that note, we are out of time. I'm Matt McCarthy with this week's Rugby Wrap-Up, College Rugby Report from New York.